0: In the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Welcome to the program. This is Nick Krita, your host. I'm very happy to be with you and I'm very privileged to have uh, a guest from Western Australia today and I would like to welcome Jessica Foster with us today. Thank you. Jessica, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking.
0: <laughs> hey, I probably wake up a little bit early today, but uh, because of difference of time, you know, uh, from uh, here from Adelaide and you in Western Australia. But it's uh, so great to be able to connect with you because we are going to talk today uh, about a uh, few uh, exciting things. First of all, uh, I'd like to just let our listeners know that uh, uh, you are involved with um uh, singing group uh, and you're going to perform in Western Australia during this season, you know, uh, coming towards the end of the year and Christmas and uh, all those things and I would like our listeners to just uh, have handy a pen or something to uh, jot down, you know, some of the information you are going to give us. But uh, before we going into that, I would like Jessica to to share with us a bit of your background if you don't mind.
1: Sure. Uh, so I'm a many-year uh, generational Seventh-day Adventist. Um, I was brought up in the Christian church. Um, I'm often when people ask me a little bit about my testimony, I kind of think, "Oh, I don't really have you know the big story that a lot of you know some sort of new Christians may have." But um, I've been very blessed to to grow up knowing and learning about God uh, right as a young child. And music is a humongous big part of my family. And so from the age of three, my dad had me singing at uh, camp conventions and up the front of church and things like that and um, giving opportunities to be able to use um, the talent that God blessed me with um, in sharing in music. Uh, so that's kind of been a side thing that I've done for, for many, many years. Um, but my day job is I'm a Deputy Principal um, at our Adventist High School here in Carmel in Western Australia. And uh, so I get to work with uh, high school students every day and journey with them through all the challenges that life throws their way, particularly a year like this one. Um, and I'm also a Bible teacher um, as well as, as doing that. And so that's really gives me amazing opportunities to connect with young people about their ideas of God and where is God and how does God work and, you know, what's going on in this world and and all those kinds of things. So um, that's a little bit about me and what I do. Um, I'm a mum of one. And uh, my husband, Mark, we've we've been here in the West while I'm a born and bred Perth girl. All right. Um, I dragged him over when I was studying over in the East Coast. Um, and so we've been living here um, as a family unit for almost 17 years. And um, so, yeah, I've been I've lived a very blessed and, and lucky life.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. And I heard about that uh, once some people moved to the West, they never um, go back uh, from there. <laughs> Isn't that true?
1: Yes. I, well, I've said to my husband, he's also in education and and sometimes people want him to go and work in other places. And I was like, well, you can go, but I'm staying here. This is my home. I can't leave.
0: <laughs> oh, beautiful. Uh, that's one place where um, I haven't been the privilege. Uh, to, to, to visit yet, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward for the time when I can come in Western Australia. And um, Jessica, just as you share with us a bit of your uh, background and the work you are involved in, definitely you are walking in the footsteps of Jesus, uh, guiding, you know, young ones, children, students, um, um, and even though you said that sometimes you're thinking, what what's my story, yeah. testimony, you know, because you've been born in a Seventh-day Adventist church. Story a testimony to share with others is just something which you can experience every day, and you are doing that you are doing that uh, day by day with your uh, job and uh, that 's wonderful and uh, I pray to God that you will be um, role model and uh, you know for many students and uh, as you are sharing also through music because uh, I like music a lot. Uh, now, I'm not a very good singer, but I like <laughs> music. Um, and I thought I was a good singer when I, I was young, and I uh, I tried to play guitar and uh, a few other instruments, and, and I play a, a brass uh, instrument. Uh, but, uh, yeah, music it's something which uh, really um, appeal to our heart and, you know, preparing us for... Uh, even for deeper messages and thoughts from mm. from God, and um, this is something which I would like to explore a little bit uh, with you a bit more. Now you are, uh, as you said, uh, uh, involved with this uh, group, your dad, uh, and uh, it's called Spectrum, is it?
1: It is, yes. And Spectrum was formed back in 1978 uh, with my dad, Wayne, um, his brother and a dear friend, And um, they were young at the time and um, loved music and um, loved the, I guess, the power of music Mm -hmm. in in, um, being able to really share about God and things like that. And um, over the years, the many, many years, um, we have kind of evolved into the band that we are today. And... Um, yeah, the opportunities that it has given us, the places that we have been able to go. um, And, yeah, you know, sometimes when Christianity isn't necessarily the forefront of a local community or things like that, music just almost gives you permission to get away with a little bit more than you would if you were going in as, you know, someone who was going to be a preacher or an evangelist or something like that. You know, music seems to cross a number of of boundaries that that other forms sometimes can't necessarily so so for whatever 2020 minus 1978 is this our band spectrum has been around um, having amazing opportunities to share god through music
0: that is beautiful and as i mentioned a bit earlier that um you know you are going to perform in um, you know just in a couple of weeks time um There in Western Australia, would you like to share with us a bit of the location and give us some information, inviting our listeners from Western Australia to come and even see you live there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to be in Capel, which is down south of Perth um, in Western Australia, and we're going to be doing a family Christmas concert, which is actually run and sponsored by the Capel Seventh-day Adventist Church down there, and Pl- Pastor Clark Riggins, who is who's the pastor. And it's on the 19th of December, as you mentioned. Um, it's going to start at 7pm, um, but they've encouraged me to remind people to get there early, um, to bring their blankets and chairs and their food and drinks and all that kind of thing because we're going to have a really lovely time of, of Christmas music, a um, bit of a concert as well, um, some community singing, all those things that just bring people together in a beautiful season like this. So it's at the Earl Scott Reserve in Capel and um, yeah, we really look forward to seeing people. We were there last year and had a really lovely time so it'll be nice to see see those people again.
0: Beautiful. As we are um, uh, going through this program, if you have a phone number or something from the pastor there, locally, if some people want to find more information, uh, uh, just um, bring that uh, on uh, when you'll have it ready, uh, yes. we'll also um, later on in the program, uh, you know, we'll may uh, may announce uh, those uh, contacts uh, mm. uh, if are possible. And Jessica, uh, what what sort of music do you do you sing? Uh, do you have a particular repertoire, or depends where you are singing, or what are the what, what yeah, sort of absolutely. spectrum? Because talking about the spectrum here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, well, even the name itself came about in a really unusual way. There's no particular special meaning behind it or anything. Um, So, and I'm not hugely familiar with the entirety of the the story, but um, in terms of the kind of music that we do, um, we really spend a lot of time being very careful about what we choose. Um, The messages of our songs is paramount to us. And I know there's a lot of, good-sounding music out there that doesn't necessarily say a lot. Um, And I think, you know, the importance um, of being very careful about the lyrics and the messages and things like that is something that is number one for us as as a band. Um, And so the style is from everything that sounds a lot like the Gaither vocal band that people may be familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, We have done some music that's come from places like the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir um, and then lots of everything in between. Um, and so we are contemporary though not necessarily probably what some might consider rocky or Mm -hmm. anything like that Mm -hmm. and we're very mindful of trying to create a repertoire of music that, you know, is appropriate for all the places that we go. Yeah. And um, we always adapt as well to churches and communities that may be a bit more contemporary or a bit more traditional um, to be respectful and mindful of, of what their churches are like. Yeah. Um, and so that's really our focus more than anything to make sure that the, message of the messages of our songs are upholding what we stand
0: for as Christians as well. Mm. I like what you just said uh, in terms of um, uh, choosing uh, the style of music uh, you pr- uh, present, uh, uh, particularly because uh, you want to deliver a message. Is not, yeah. not just to appeal to the, uh, you know, whatever, to sound good or, um, yeah, yeah I, I like that. And that's important. Now, exactly. another thing which you mentioned, which may... Some people may, uh, may have different uh, opinions. Um, oh, is this more contemporary or is more mm-hmm. conservative? You know, you can have beautiful, beautiful contemporary music. It uh, doesn't mean that if something is contemporary, it's not uh, good, you know, That's but right. it's important yeah. to choose it correctly. Yes. And yes. Uh, what's the purpose of, uh, you know, music in from a Christian point of view, it's uh, praising God. Absolutely. Is to opening yeah. the mind and heart of the uh, all of us in the in the church, you know, to yeah. connect even closer to God. And I like that you pointed out uh, that the, that's paramount for uh, for you yeah. and your uh, your band yeah. there. Now, uh, Jessica, as you visited the different churches or places, um, did you come across with uh, something which really stood? out for you and uh, looking back at you say hey being involved in this ministry I can see that God uses us or uses me to connect with some people to bring people closer to God do you have any experiences to share with us in that regard
1: yeah absolutely um, before we go to a church or a community um, wherever it might be you know we we always pray that we pick the right songs. Um, We pray for the congregation that we are going to present to um, because, you know, they're made up of people who come from all different walks of life, uh, are going through all sorts of different things. And so, you know, we really ask for God to just give us wisdom as to what that church needs to hear about. Um, And so there's been many times where we've been doing our a repertoire of songs uh, for a church program, and, and we always make it very clear this is not a concert. You know, this is worship. So, if you know any of the songs that we're singing, you know, sing along. And oh, right. um, you know, we have the visual or the words, I should say, up on a on a screen, so that nothing can be missed. Mm. Um, and so, we, you know, we pray that God will really inspire us to, to do the songs that he knows that church needs to hear. And it's very common to see people who are emotional, you know, visibly emotional and in tears, and they're the people I avoid looking at because they make me emotional and I <laughs> and get all teary and start to kind of have a bit of a moment myself. But, you know, you can see in people's faces Um, You know, sometimes they've just got their eyes closed and they're just listening. Um, We went to a beautiful church in Bellevue here in Perth, and there was a lady uh, sitting at the back um, with her uh, walking um, apparatus, and she was just, she had her hands raised and she was just in an absolute different place worshipping God and, you know, there's just those moments. Um, But also I think sometimes when you go to a church and you're not quite sure how people are responding to what you're doing and they might look a little stony-faced or a little something and and, um, then at the end they come and just say, that was so beautiful and I was so blessed and we just get lesson after lesson that you can never... You never judge what people are going through or where they're at and you don't know how much impact um, what you do can actually have. And so, you know, that's some of the things that we get to experience when we go to a community or a church um, and just get the joy of, of seeing people wiping tears because, you know, they've just heard something in a song that you may not be able to get away with saying in a sermon um, and it's wrapped in music that's that's beautiful, and, um, yeah, it's very powerful.
0: Oh, beautiful. Uh, do you have a favorite song?
1: Um, at the moment, we're doing a song called Yet Not I, but Christ Through Me, and, um, and I think it was um, probably most famously done by Sailor, I think, mm-hmm. and um, at the moment, that is my favorite song, and, um, It speaks to the fact that, you know, God in all of his power and everything that he is is willing to work through us mere humans and that no matter what, we need to remember that we are nothing without God and that nothing we do will ever be as good as what it is when we have God working through us. And that he is the sole thing we should be relying on. And so at the moment, um, that is my favourite. My dad did an amazing arrangement of it. We have a brass section and a a violin section in our band um, as well. And so just listening to all the different parts of the music coming together, plus those lyrics of, Yet not I, but Christ to me is just, yeah, it's a goosebump song every time we do it. So that's my favorite at the moment. Oh,
0: beautiful. And just to remind uh, our listeners again that um, you are listening to In the Footsteps of Jesus from Down Under with Nick Rita And our guest today is uh, Jessica Foster. Uh, she's a singer, uh, part of the band called Spectrum. And they are going to perform in Western Australia just in um, short than two weeks' time. Yeah. And uh, Jessica, can you please just uh, repeat again uh, the place and uh, where people can hear you live there it's in Western Australia? Great.
1: Yeah, so we will be in Capel, just south of Perth, um, at the Earl Scott Reserve, and we're going to be there on the 19th of December. And we'll be doing a free Christmas concert and carols event um, starting at 7 p.m., um, and it's sponsored by the Capel Seventh-day Adventist Church. So that's where we will be.
0: Beautiful. And um, as uh, we were... Um opening this uh, discussion uh, earlier jessica uh, you are um, an educator also you are you are working uh, in a seventh adventist uh, school there in western australia you're deputy principal there and um, we talked about um, how important it is for each one of us to find our place, to find Mm -hmm. our call to say so, to represent God. We are Christians, and this is a um, Christian radio station, and we like to um, emphasize every time how important it is to be right with uh, our God, with the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who gave everything for us to... To reconnect, you know, to bring the family together because through sin we uh, messed it up and um, we can see around us in this world um, how badly we messed it up Uh, but Jesus did a wonderful um, thing for us all he has sacrificed his life that we can be um, joined uh, you know back in his family Mm -hmm. and uh, I'd I'd like to ask you this uh, question, if I can, Jessica. In school, or where you go in the church, singing or teaching or, you know, sharing, what's your impression today, living in this uh, period of time? Where are our young people uh, focused, you know? I mean, what's the direction of our young people?
1: Well, I teach a group of Year 11 students this year in uh, for Bible and I have the whole range of students who don't believe in God uh, through to students who actively believe in God and attend church and, and things like that. Um, but every single one of them is asking questions and even the ones that are resistant still want to know why,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, why would you believe in God? Why would you, you know, look at what's going on around you and all these terrible things that are happening in the world? And so while, you know, I definitely think that, you know, as a, as a society we are becoming more and more secular And, um, you know, that is a challenge because it's bombarding our young people every single day and with technology, they just can't get away with it. Um, But they are still searching, like young people want to know the answers and they just need willing people who will answer or help them to search for the answers to their questions. And I think sometimes I know as, as educators, we like to impart knowledge and um, just go, here it is, you know, it's right, believe it. Um, but what I love about teaching young people um, Bible is the fact that they will ask questions and go, I know you're saying that, but how do, how do I know that's true? Or, you know, give me some proof that what you're saying is right. And, you know, part of faith is that you can't necessarily prove everything But I kind of say to them, well, if I live my life as if there is a God and I believe in a God who loves me enough to die for me, then that's going to make me want to live a life that just honours that to the best of my ability in my imperfectness. And if I die and there is no God and it was all a big hoax, well, I've, I've actually lost nothing because I've still lived a life of, trying to be the best person I can be, looking out for other people um, and sharing what I can. But if I'm wrong, so, you know, I I try to, you know, when I see young people asking questions, I encourage it. ask the questions, keep searching, you know, until you find someone that will help you with the answers, don't stop asking. I think we think our young people Um, just, you know, are all too self-focused and, you know, it's all about themselves. And, yeah, it is, but that's because that's the world that they're growing up in. But they do still have questions, even if it's not necessarily a spiritual question. They still want to know why things are going on the way they are and what's the point and purpose. And, you know, when you can bring God into that and talk about the God story that surrounds all of what we're going through right now, they, they don't always believe it, but the brain is ticking over. And I think that's the most important part that they're thinking about the possibility of a God. And, and that's just an awesome opportunity to be able to do.
0: That's wonderful, um, Jessica, because the reason I, I, I asked that question, I'm interested in the um, direction the young ones are taken these days, because we live in a very, very volatile um, society. Mm -hmm. And um, it's very easy to be, you know, to drift away, to be confused, to see what's, you know, what's going on. And um, from an educational point of view, it's Mm -hmm. paramount. It's very important to have a clear direction Mm -hmm. and to educate and, to listen to all sorts of questions as you just said we are not here to just manipulate or to you know we are here to educate and yes. people take decisions mm-hmm. uh, people take decision after a, a good education and uh, i i feel like that we may be able to do another program just to talk about some of those uh, uh, stories with your students and uh, where your your um, job takes you every day you know uh, and what you see the uh, the results the impact of uh, of your um, sharing with with others mm-hmm. hey jessica uh, Today, our time is going very fast and we may need to just um, stop here. Uh, I would have loved to to play a song um, with you guys, but I haven't got it prepared here. I may try to find it in meantime, if I can. If not, definitely in the, in the, in the next program, which we'll do together, we'll play one of, of your songs. And just before we go today, um, I would like to... Again, mentioned to our listeners, particularly for you guys in Western Australia, there, uh, because Jessica and her band, uh, the Spectrum, will perform uh, just uh, in a couple of weeks' time in um, Capel. Capel. Capel, that's a t- the town, yeah? Uh, the yes. t- Capel, and that's the um, Reserve. Yes. Uh, 19th of December, uh, 7 p.m. Um, do you have any phone numbers, Jessica, by any chance um, which people yes. can ring?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the pastor's name is Clark Wiggins and his mobile number is 0414 477
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much for uh, joining us today in the footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. It was a pleasure to talk to you and looking forward to to have another program with you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: May God bless you. You too.
1: Change my heart, oh God
0: Make it ever true
1: Change my heart, oh May I be like
0: you, you are the part.